Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perek Memdalad, Pasuk Tesvav, Vayanu Es Yirmiyahu Kol Anashim. So we saw in the beginning of Memdalad, the first half, that Yirmiyahu goes in and gives the last Nebuah he will on Avodah Zarah to B'nai Yisrael. The rest of Sefer Yirmiyahu is directed at different nations like Ammon, Moab, uh, Mitzrayim. But here he is responding to B'nai Yisrael, the remnant, more correctly, of B'nai Yisrael, who had come and asked him, what should we do now? We're just a remnant, and now Gedalia ben Achikam has been assassinated. The vengeance of uh, Babel and Nebuchadnezzar is not a question of if, but when, that he will be coming back here. We would like to go to Egypt, but we will listen to anything you have to say, any counsel or wisdom in the name of the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and whether we agree with it or not, we will do it. Your Mio sketches out a very black or white choice. If you stay here in Yehuda, the Kaddish Baruch says, I will rebuild Yehuda, I will rebuild your lives. It will be a new uh, Yehuda. Nebuchadnezzar will not be a factor. You will be greater than ever. If you go to Mitzrayim, you will all die, never to see this land again. Which is it? And of course, we saw yesterday, they choose Mitzrayim. At this time, he realizes it's all a phony. It's a charade they're coming to him. They've made up their minds they want to go to Mitzrayim, and not purely for safety, although that is a factor from the Nebuchadnezzar, but they want to get out of this. They want to opt out of this system of Torah and mitzvahs and discipline and religiosity. They want to do Avodah Zorah in an untrammeled freeway and Mitzrayim is certainly the place to do that. So now he speaks to them, Yirmiyahu, yesterday, and he goes into the question of why you've seen everything that happens. It's not like it's going to be an action that has no consequences and you don't know what the consequences are. You've seen it for generations. Why? Why are you doing it? And he introduces a new factor, or up till then a new factor, the role of women, the role of their wives and their daughters, etc., which have a pernicious influence on the men committing Avodah Zoe. He turns his wrath to the women. And now also something we've never seen before, in this part of the parrot, they're going to respond to him. It's not going to be like, you know, he gets a prophecy and that's it. They are going to answer him point by point. And it's going to be very shattering to Yirmiyo, and it's going to be, the Mephoshim say, conducted mostly by women who have been offended by what he's had to say about their role. So, Perik, Memdalit, Pasuk Teswab, Vayanu es Yirmiyo, Kolam, Rashim, Hayodim, Kimaktiros, Neshehem, Lelohim, Acherim. And so the husbands of those women who know exactly what their wives have been doing with worshiping other idols, the Cholhanashim, and then all the women who are present, are Omdos Kahal Gadol, in a large congregation, 
V'chol ha'om ha'yoshrim be'eretz Mitzrayim be'pasros lemor. And all the nation that is living in the city of Pasros saying, Pasros may have been an exceedingly um, offending city in terms of Avodah Zorah. Say the people to him as if in one voice. Now, usually we see that they say some sort of extenuating circumstances, some sort of vague pledge of tshuva. Here, it's, it's very uncomplicated. Hadovah asher gibarta elenu b'shem Hashem we are not listening to you. We reject you totally. You've never had this before. It is without um, any shame or humility. It's just totally brazen response to your yo. We're just not listening. We don't want to hear. He mipinu. Because we are doing everything that has come out of your mouth. Note the phrase, to give sacrifice, to give incense to the queen of the heavens. That usually refers to worship the sun or the moon. The We have poured out libations, like we have done ourselves. Avosenu, our forefathers, Malachenu, our kings, Vesarenu, our officers, Ba'are Yehuda, Uvachutsosu, Shalayim. We have done this forever. Vinishma Lechem, Viniet Tovim, Vera'alo Interesting phrase. But first, let's get to that phrase, Asher Yotzam Pinu. That is the exact Lushan we use in the Dorim when one makes a Neder. Uh, we finished Nadorim just a few weeks ago in Dak Yomi, but there you see that when one makes a neder, when a woman makes a neder, her husband has the ability and the right to annul that neder within the short period of time, within the same day. So they're saying, these women, they, uh, in a new level of, of just brazen effrontery, they're saying, what we did was Nadorim that came out of Asher Yotzami Pinu, and our husbands did not nullify it, which shows that they consented. And so we, as pious Jews, are under the sacred vow of Nadarim. When we said we're gonna do Avodah Zarah, we have made a neder, and we are gonna do Avodah Zarah. Moreover, Vinishma Lechem, they're gonna try and show a paradox in their Jewish existence. Benishma Lechem, when there was soba, when there was plentitude of bread and food. Benishma when we were worshipping Avodazara, it was good for us. We're talking about the days of Menashe and those other kings, Yehoash. We didn't listen to any of those religious pieties and we prospered. Uh, we didn't see him now in the, the implication is now in Yochim and Yochin and Sikiyahu where we are partially observing there's been a sort of a minor renaissance of Tshuva now things are terrible for us so they're trying to point out a paradox that it's good when we do Avodah Zorah it's bad when we worship and then when we listened and we stopped the sacrifices, followed the Nevi'im, then everything went bad. 
everything was cherev, rav, that's when it overtook us. In other words, it was good when we were doing Avodah Zarah, but it was bad when we turned to religion. That's when the punishment started. And do you think that we are observing these sacrifices, these libations to the kings, the uh, queens of the skies, the sun, and pouring out libations? Do you think our husbands don't know about it, don't confirm it, don't approve it, and don't participate in it? You're blaming this all on us? Uh, that we are continuing to pour out the wines because our husbands approve of it. Our husbands are not doing anything to cancel our nedah. He says to the men, He's answering their response. Hello, did you not see that the libations, the sacrifices, the Avodah Zorah you did in Yehuda and Yerushalayim, you, Ravoseichem, your fathers, Malchichem, your kings, Vesorechem, your leaders, Osam Zachar Hashem, the Kodesh Baruch Hu noted each one. Billy. Batala Libo, he records it, yes. So going back to why they went to Yemiyahu in the first place, is it possible that they wanted him to be on record just to give this answer? That's a pretty sophisticated response. The, the Mephorshim seems to imply that Gedalia ben Achikam did shake them up momentarily. They saw that what was looking like it was going to be a very prosperous thing. Now they're under the sword of Damocles, as it were. Um, and the question of Nebuchadnezzar is going to come back and destroy the place. It was also between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur where there might have been a swelling of mass religiosity. But they might have even think that, you know, Yemiyo is a logical person. Of course he's going to say, go to Mitzrayim, save your necks. But they might have miscalculated, it might have been at the wrong time. But yeah, they were going to go no matter what. And yes, they must have been shocked at his answer. Um, but go they did. Uh, so now, can't tolerate anymore, could not tolerate your evil, your sins, your abominations, that's your assistant. So what happened? The land of Judea is made desolate by the sword of Lashama and barren and Kotala for curses. There's nobody dwelling there. What do you think led to that? But your Avodah Zorah. He says it. Because you sacrificed, you sinned. You didn't listen to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. His Torah, His commandments. In other words, that the antidote to this, is Torah, is the learning of Torah will thwart this pension for Avodah Zorah. And you did neither. You did do Torah, you didn't do religiosity, you just did the Avodah Zorah. Al-Kain Korosa Eschem Yom Hazeh. And this is the reason this evil has overtaken you. And he says to those, remember, the women are 
the central focus of this nevuah. Shimu Dvar Hashem called Yehuda Hashem Eretz Mitzrayim. Listen, you remnants of Yehuda that are in Mitzrayim. Kolamar Hashem Tzvoselote Yisrael Eimor. Atem Unashechem, your wives. Vatibarna Befichem, you have spoken with your mouths, note that phrase. Uvi Yedechem Milesem Leimor, Osa Nases Nidrenu, we're going to fulfill our nether. We made a holy nether, a vow. To worship the queens, the sun, the moon, stars. To pour out libations. He's being sort of ironic, if not sarcastic. Fulfill your nethers. You're bound by Nadarim. Yeah, go ahead. Do your nethers. See where that, in fact, gets you. But all the Mephorshim notice the shifts of syntax or tenses here, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying through Yirmiyahu, Hashem and Hashem Tidarbarna, Tidarbarna is a feminine noun, in other words, you're speaking is, uh, as women, Befichem, in your mouth, is male, is a, a male gender, in other words, he's saying, you put this, they put the things in your mouth, the men, even you men who are, you know, um, proponents of Avodah Zarah, they're feeding you. The women have supplied you with the, the Lashon, which to use. Um, and the Asatah Senes are fine. Do your Nadorim. Lachain, therefore, however, Shimu Dvar Hashem call Yehuda Hayoshim Be'eretz Mitzrayim, who dwell in Egypt, I say in my name, I take an oath, if my name will appear in your mouths, I take it that my name will not be repeated in your mouths. So this could be several things. It could be a vow, you're not going to be around to even use my name, or what the Malbin says, very interesting, uh, says that, let me read it to you, who goes there, din issuing a shrua, im Hashem. You will forget the Kaddish Baruch Hu as you assimilate further into Egypt. Until you is nothing left of you but avodas kochavim gemurim lechol divrechem. In other words, the name of God is never going to occur to pass in your lips. You will be so far gone. Um, Right. I am going to visit upon you evil destruction below the Tova and not good things. You, the remnant of Yehuda living in Egypt, will be destroyed. Now, the plea there are those who are going to be refugees who are going to save. They will go. Rashi said yesterday that refers to Baruch Benaria and Yirmiyahu. We're not so sure. Mesei Misbar, V'yadu kol sheiris Yehuda habayim l'eretz Mitzrayim lo'gursham. 
Tavar miyokumi menu mehem. They will stay in Mitzrayim. Nothing is going to come out of it or is going to emerge from them. Bezos lochem ha'os. And now I'm going to give you a signal, says Yirmiyon, in the name of the Kaddish Baruch that you will know that I'm not just prophesying destruction and evil will overtake you in Mitzrayim. Bezos lochem ha'os. This is the sign of Hashem. So you will know, I mean exactly what I'm saying. It's going to be total devastation. You think you're safe in Mitzrayim? You're not. And you know who is going to do it? I am going to destroy Paro Hafara is by all indications his name of the Pharaoh, Melech Mitzrayim, Biyadoibov, I'm going to hand him into the hands of his enemies, Ubiyad Mavache, Nafsho, and those who seek his life, Kasher Nasati, Esikio, Melech Yehuda, Biyad Nebuchadnezzar, Melech Bavel, Aibo, Umavakesh, Nafsho. Just like I turned you over to Nebuchadnezzar, the Sikio, I'm going to turn you under Nebuchadnezzar here. And so, with that, he concludes to um, his prophecy against Avodazara. There's no options. It is going to be death, murder. Nebuchadnezzar is coming to Egypt. He didn't finish you off in, in Yerushalayim. He's going to finish you and Egypt. And so now we see the end of Yermio's direct prophecies. We don't know. What happened to Yermio? Does he die in Egypt, as some say? Um, does he go back to Bavel and live the life of splendor in Nebuchadnezzar? Does he go back to um, Yerushalayim? We don't know. There are different theories, which we will discuss eventually. But so that ends his Nebuah. Tomorrow, we will have the shortest parak in Yermio with just five sentences. So 8.45 a.m., be there on time. You won't want to miss it. Odd time.